Ladies and gentlemen, we are back for another week of the PNC Progression Wrestling Podcast. I am your host, Elio Canella, alongside the man that's always piercing barriers, Ben Pierce. Ben, how is it going? Big weekend for wrestling. We had TakeOver and SummerSlam. Yes, and I, I have to say, um, as is usually the case for me, um, TakeOver eclipsed SummerSlam in terms of entertainment. Okay. and <clears throat> But, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, we love our wrestling here in Toronto. Well, you know, I was talking to my brother on uh, that day, the day of SummerSlam. He's like, right. you should have told me that SummerSlam was in Toronto. I would have driven up and we could have gone. Uh, well, thanks for telling me that now, bro. Yeah, right. But uh, then, then I'm like, I'm thinking, yeah, but I wonder how, how long the people that actually went there were there. What time they actually uh, got to the arena? Yeah. Because uh, SummerSlam, I believe, was how long was it? I wasn't even keeping track. Uh, it was like three hours, thirty-five minutes. But including the pre-show, that was five hours, right? Uh yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so. I'm talking about the actual card. Okay. No, but uh, I'm sure like people got there. Before the card even uh, happened, I'm sure they were there uh, for the kickoff as well. Right. All right. So um, we have no news this week. So Ben, why don't we get right into the pay per views? Yes. And, and uh, we'll we'll kick off with NXT Takeover Toronto. Ben, take it away or take over. <laughs> Hold on, before you go on, um, we made our picks, so let's see uh, how we did on this on the shows as well. Well, I, I know I know we both picked the, the street brothers yeah. for this 
No, I'm, no, I'm saying, uh, like, before you go on, I was saying, uh, since we made our picks, uh, we, let's see how we did. So, exactly. okay, we both picked um, the three profits for this one. Absolutely. So, um, I have to tell you, the, the athleticism of both of these teams was <laughs> on full display. And I loved, I loved the use of the hot tag. I feel like the hot tag is so underrated in wrestling nowadays. <laughs> especially, especially since selling seems to be hard to come by. Um, but, um, it, it, I just, I absolutely, um, loved this match. I, I found it, uh, very entertaining. And in, in terms, if you look at, uh, Montez Ford, uh, in particular, <laughs> that guy has money written all over it. I don't know so much about Angelo Dawkins because he just looks like a Kevin Owens repeat to me <laughs> uh, in, in terms of the body type. Yep. Uh, and he, he doesn't, he, I mean, I don't know. I'm not saying he's bad, but he just doesn't seem uh, particularly graceful on his feet. But uh, there's just something about him where the tag team works. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, I can definitely, I can definitely see uh, Ford being the breakout star of that tag tag team for sure. Okay. I'm sorry. Before you go on, uh, wasn't there uh, two matches on a uh, kickoff, or or did they did they did they have a kickoff show? Because uh, because I am looking at this right now uh, it says Brizango defeated the Forgotten Sons and uh, Jordan Miles uh, defeated Cameron Grimes. Oh no 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 that was, that was this week's episode of NXT. This oh. wasn't t- Takeover. It was the, that's the uh, you're looking at the episode coverage for this past Wednesday. Oh okay, but they were in Toronto, right? But I am. But I am because uh, it says Brizango, uh, Jordan Miles, and then it has the Street Profits uh, defeated the Undisputed Era. And then it has uh, the rest Io Shirai and Candice LeRae, Velveteen Dream. Okay, so match number two. So, uh, match number two was uh, Io Shirai versus uh, Candice LeRae. Yep. And obviously, uh, Io Shirai got the victory on that one, so we both uh, were both two for two thus far. Mm-hmm. Um, this was, this was fantastic. I felt like this was Io Shirai's uh, breakout match. Now, did, did she have a new theme? Uh, did, yeah, she did. Yeah, because I, I saw on Facebook, um, th- this artist uh, named Poppy uh, recorded a song called Scary Mask, which apparently they made, they have for her, they use for her. Yeah, and uh, speaking of, of themes, they really use those to, uh, you know, put over um, new talents such as Io Shirai and uh, Bray Wyatt this uh, last weekend. So oh, we'll we'll get into Bray Wyatt after later uh, on. That was, <laughs> that was nicely played, but uh, you know, one of one of the things that I was uh, surprised <laughs> of considering uh, Io Shirai's semi-short stint in NXT thus far, um, it's just uh, she seems a lot more. Uh, a lot more charismatic as a heel versus a face. Yeah. Um, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know what it is, but for some reason, uh, when you try to have a, a face Japanese wrestler mm-hmm. in an American promotion, it just it it never seems to work. Well, what about Asuka? She's still a face. Uh, 
Yeah, yeah this, your, is, uh, this is true. Since your uh, uh, streak ended, which I still think is is, is going to go down as one of the worst booking decisions. I can't believe what they've done to Kyrie Sane, though. Because her career is just, I mean, what they're doing to the Kabuki Warriors is just complete bullshit. That's neither here nor there. Yeah. Um, but I, I, was very, I was very impressed with this match. So I was, I'm very happy to see, and I agree with uh, CBS Sports rating of giving this match an A because I, I profoundly agree. Um, next up, we had uh, Matt Riddle and Killian Dane getting in the middle of a brawl. So after between matches, uh, Riddle uh, decided to uh, charge the ring and call out uh, Killian, who absolutely this guy looks like the embodiment of the fucking black mass monster. <laughs> Um, 
Gargano and Cole have later on in the evening, but it, in terms of entertainment value, it was very high on the uh, totem pole. So next up, we had uh, Shane and Baszler uh, defeating uh, Mia Yim via submission. I was so disappointed in this one. I really wanted Mia Yim to win. Uh, yeah, it, it, it really surprised me that, that she didn't, especially... And now, is it just me, or are you... But but I'm I'm getting like tired of seeing Shayna Baszler as champion. Uh yeah, and then the, the other and then so um you know not much can be said about uh not much more can be said about uh this match. I'm looking at uh, CBS Sports' ratings and this this is what I'm using to uh to do the reviews uh. Aside from the fact that I just uh, I just watched this uh, pay-per-view again two or three days ago, mm-hmm. um, I disagree with the with the rating of a B. I would have given this match a C minus or something. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm just done with Shayna Baszler. I I want to see Mia Yim with the belt. following this one because we said that was uh, the, to be determined by William Regal. Right, so the third fall was a steel cage weapons match. Okay. Uh, which surprised me. Um, but, um, but Cole uh, got the first fall in the traditional wrestling match. And I can tell you, I just, I love the psychology of, of a, uh, of a Johnny Gargano match. And I, I feel, I feel like Adam Cole was a very good dance partner, uh, in this, in this instance. Uh, second match, Gargano, uh, won via submission in a street fight. It was, it was weird to have a, technical submission in the street fight, but I can't. I just, I, I, I just found that weird. I would, I would have expected like a technical knockout or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I would, I would have done that a little bit differently. Um, but um, one of the, one of the things that I want to go back and, and take a look at, because admittedly I did not see this. Uh, this match um, because I, I ended up getting sick uh, Saturday night and then I got sick earlier today uh, so, so I didn't get a chance to uh, to finish it <clears throat> um, so I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to, to, to watching this match but um, so apparently we got the, uh, the classic um, final image of the feud um as uh, as barbed wire was it was introduced uh, into into uh, the match uh, before um, before both competitors fell off the top of the cage uh, through a pair of tables. Um, I was very surprised when I heard that uh, that barbed wire was used in a uh, in a WWE. Um, Scenario, even if it is NXT, but I'm I'm looking at the uh, I'm looking at some of the Twitter images and and videos as I'm as I'm talking, and I'm I'm seeing barbed wire on top. 
Right. And there's a uh, there, there's what looks to be a sledgehammer uh, embedded in, in in a wire up top. So I'm uh, I'm very uh, I'm very curious to go back and uh, take a look at this match. Okay. Uh, but yeah, so uh, from what I'm from the teasers that I'm seeing. And I, I don't want to I don't want to play the videos live on, on the air without uh, without seeing the match first. But it, it certainly would appear that uh, this match earned its A plus rating. So um, I I would have I don't think we did very well in terms of uh, our predictions for the NXT card. I think we got uh, what was it? Uh, let me go back and. Uh, we had th- uh, two out of five. <laughs> oh, well, that sucked. Forty percent. I don't. I don't play that bullshit. <laughs> no, actually, I would. I would question because uh, speaking of Johnny Gargano, um, where's Tommaso Ciampa? Is he still out? Yeah, he's he's still out with the with the neck issue. Okay. So uh, now that my now that my review has uh, ended, I shall pass uh, I shall pass the torch to my Canadian cohort for his take on SummerSlam. Okay, so let's see what we have here. Actually, we will be back shortly with our review of SummerSlam. Alright ladies and gentlemen, we are back and we are going to get into our review of SummerSlam 2019 which took place from the Scotiabank Arena in Toronto, Ontario, Canada on August 11th and we had three matches on the kickoff show. Yep, they're all good. And you, you say your parents are out, so I don't have to scare any elderly Italians this evening? <laughs> nope. Okay, very good. For the Cruiserweight Championship, Drew Gulak defeated Oni Lorcan. And, uh, how, and how does Oni Lorcan even make it on to the pre-show? Exactly. <laughs> you know, it's like, why does Vince McMahon have a stiffy for pre-shows? <laughs> Is it because... <laughs> uh, because, Okay, <laughs> in the second match, we had Buddy Murphy defeating Apollo Crews by disqualification. That, that, was, that was shitty fucking at its best. And this is terrible. I don't understand why they would put this on a pre-show for the Women's Tag Team Championships. Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross defeating the Iconics. Oh Jesus Christ! Well, you know, I can, I can, uh, I can, un- I, 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 take that partially back. You see, because I can understand why they put the Iconics on the pre-show, but not Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. Shit! Let's have your priorities straight, Vince. Jesus Christ! Then we get into the main. Then we get into the main show. Our first match of the evening is Becky Lynch defeating Natalia to retain the Raw Women's Championship. PNC exclusive. I thought it came off boring, slow, 
Okay. Did I miss something that was supposed to be entertaining about that? Yeah, this match was terrible. I didn't enjoy it at all. In the, in the next match, we had Goldberg defeating Dolph Ziggler in a minute and 50 seconds. At the end of the match, Dolph began complaining, whining, whining and complaining. And Goldberg just returned and hit him with another two spears. The Jack Knife, I know I caught that. Ricochet to retain the United States Championship in 13 minutes. For the SmackDown Women's Championship, Bailey defeating Ember Moon to retain the championship. Between Kevin Owens and Shane McMahon, where if Owens lost, he would have to quit the WWE. Kevin Owens defeating Shane McMahon. Elias was spe the special guest referee for this one. Yes. With, uh, with Seth Rollins. And that, and that was an eye roller, so I was kind of anticipating something along the same lines. Mm -hmm. um, but this kind, this kind of played better. And I, I think that's a credit to uh, to Kevin Owens. So, um, I, didn't, I didn't hate it. Then we had Charlotte Flair defeating Trish Stratus by submission. Thank God, because the last thing you want is a hometown hero like 
fish to lay an egg in the, in the middle of Toronto. Yeah. So for that reason, I, I was I was extremely happy for her that they saved the match. <clears throat> then we had for the WWE Championship Kofi Kingston versus Randy Orton. This match ended in a double countout. Then, in match number 11, we had Bray Wyatt, or The Fiend, defeating Finn Balor. Now, can I say, Bray's entrance. Oh, God. I mean, that's, for, for wrestling fans, that's, like, uh, amazing. Yeah, so, so... That entrance, and how about that lantern that he had? Uh, oh my, oh my god. I was like... I love that, in, the, the new entrance theme. It's, it's This version is so great. The, the remix version? Oh, fantastic. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to get my hands on that. I'm gonna copy that. <laughs> no, I'm sorry, I was just marking out. <laughs> well, it's got YouTube and on top, on top of that. I don't know if you caught this, but it's rapidly climbing up the iTunes charts. And that, my friend, that is an accomplishment for a wrestling theme song. Wait, his, his, his new theme is climbing up the charts? And in the main event of the SummerSlam, we had Seth Rollins defeating Barack Lesnar to become the new Universal Champion. Um, you know, this was actually one of the better uh, Brock Lesnar matches. This, this was one where he actually showed up and decided not to just phone it in. Yeah. Um, so I was, I was happy about that. <laughs> I was surprised that Seth Rollins uh, got the title back. You know, I don't want to. I don't want to blame uh, Seth entirely for the for the failure that I believe his previous title reign was. Um, but uh, you know, he, I don't. I don't think Seth is endearing himself to fans right now. Um, so hopefully he can do some rehab um, because. I don't know, his, his career just seems to be uh, stalling, but hope, hopefully having um, having two victories over the Beast now can truly elevate him to where his talent dictates he should be. Okay, and uh, now we will move over to Monday Night Raw. This is night three of four in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. And here we go with Monday Night Raw. We had a total of 13 matches on this on this uh, show. And we kick off the show with Seth Rollins coming out to uh, give his post-SummerSlam speech. And we are joined, he is joined by the OC. And uh, that books the match for the main event of the evening. With AJ Styles versus Seth Rollins in a champion versus champion match. I, I was just glad we didn't get a Teddy Long 6 10. <laughs> in the first match of. I'm using I'm using Profite, the one that we always use. Okay, okay, so we're we're looking at the same one. Yeah. Which is perfect for what I'm about to say. Go ahead and take a look at the match times for for these different matches. You said we had like thirteen matches. Look how pathetic they are. 
what, what, what's going on? Well, what? What is going on? Three matches in a row. They they lasted um a minute and something. What? What is going on? It's terrible. Terrible. Okay. So the first match of the evening, Samoa Joe defeats Sami Zayn by submission in 47 seconds. I think my hair turned gray. <laughs> wow, wait, wait. I've never, never, I've never heard of that. Someone's hair turning gray in 47 seconds. Wow. I, I, I was like Tim Allen in, in the Santa Claus. Oh my. Then we had the Miz defeated Dolph Ziggler, who initially uh, said that he wasn't medically cleared, only for the Miz to turn his back and uh, Dolph to attack from behind. Sorry. Yep. Then we had Ricochet defeating Elias in three thirty-seven. I have no idea. I mean, what the was the point of that? Okay, so I, I beseech you. You we're we're both college educated individuals. We're, we're I mean, I wouldn't consider myself a smarty fans, but I mean, it's just you know, put the put the old um, quotron to work here. That uh, for those that, like, you that don't know. That, Term for a computer, um, but something is not computing there. Yep. Yeah. Then we had the, this uh, feud there that's continuing with Andrade defeating Rey Mysterio in 5 minutes and 23 seconds in a 2 out of 3 falls match. Andrade. Uh, Andrade, because he, he deserves it, for God's sake. Plus, he's dating Charlotte Flair, so he's on the, uh, he's on the, uh, fast track to success. Uh, but, any, but anywho, um, anywho, I think, um, I think, uh, Charlotte Flair was looking forward to the supposed match festivities of Andrade on SmackDown, uh, the other night because uh, she hit the uh, tranquilo pose. Uh oh. Um, and actually, actually, if you if you go to um, if you to, usually I don't I don't partake in the uh, kind of Instagram picture debates and stuff. But if you, if you go back to uh, Charlotte Flair's Instagram from um, right before SummerSlam, there, there's a picture where. Andrade is is like standing on her uh, on her knees and like her face is like you know where. Uh oh. <laughs> She's got this huge smile on her face. Like, okay, you know what's going down. Yeah. Oh, so the next one we had Drew McIntyre defeating Cedric Alexander. This is why I don't know who these guys are because when they come from other promotions, WB goes and changes their name and gives them some stupid name. Yeah, which is a really terrible. Because thing. because I know I know him as ACH. I know who you're talking about. Yeah. But when you say if you say Jordan Miles, I'm like who? Jordan, I would just, I would just boycott WWE entirely. <laughs> I mean, you know, 
because of that. <laughs> then in the next match, Robert Roode defeating No Way Jose in a minute and 20 seconds. Now, Ben... What the hell is no, going on? First of all, the No Way Jose went back to his, uh, his old hairstyle, didn't he? Yeah. Now I don't know if you, I don't know if you, I don't know if you heard this uh, about what they want to do with uh, Chad Gable. No, I, I didn't hear that. Uh, that. Apparently, they're they're thinking about changing his name. To what? Shorty G. Okay, then we had the Revival versus Grandma League and Lean Dorado, which ended in a no contest. And that went 126. Here we go with the 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 enhancement talent portion of the evening. The Viking Raiders defeated Carter Mason and Sebastian Suave. Now I know who Sebastian Suave is. I've heard that name. Carter Carter Mason competed for Smash Canada, and I believe he also competed on Impact as well. From what I'm seeing here. Oh no, it's Impact slash Smash. Well, well they, got, they got their uh, two seconds of, of fame before they got smashed yeah. into a fucking pain. Now, have you heard of Sebastian Suave? Uh, have I? No. Yes. Okay, I heard the name. Um, Sebastian Suave, this guy has competed in Shakara, CZW, ROH. So just to name a few, that so he's actually a name. I, we can't really say he's an in a, a jobber, like uh, the Viking Raiders are usually facing. Yeah. Because he's uh, he's actually competing in ROH. That's uh, that's an interesting point. All right. So in the next match, we had. Okay. The, 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 the Revival are back, and they defeat R-Truth for the 24-7 championship. I don't care. I don't give a shit. R-Truth then defeats Scott Dawson to take the belt back, but then Elias cracks R-Truth in the back with the guitar and defeats him to become the new champion. Tag Team Champions, Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross, defeating the Kabuki Warriors. Thank, thank God for small miracles, Elio. Thank the Lord <laughs> above. I mean, I'm, I'm not a religious man, but I damn near hit my knees. And in the main event, Champion versus Champion, we had Seth Rollins defeating AJ Styles by disqualification. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, what, what a way to have a, have a, have a, have a wet fart for a man. 
A Wes fart. <laughs> what? <laughs> How does that even work? Okay, so that is uh, night three or four in Toronto, Ontario. I'm now going to turn things over to my co-host, Ben Pierce, for his review of SmackDown Live. Okie dokie, and in a pleasant break from a 13-match uh, sprint that is uh, Monday Night Raw, mm-hmm. uh, we, we had only four matches. On this episode of SmackDown, which once again came to us from the Scotiabank Arena in Toronto. I think that's a running theme. I think they had a bunch of shows in Toronto this weekend. By the way, that's a uh, terrible name. I prefer the Air Canada Centre, but well, so that's I. just me. Um, so, to kick off tonight, uh, Charlotte Flair defeated Amber Moon to... Um, uh, to continue her momentum uh, from yeah. SummerSlam, I really, I, I can't help it. I know it's not really popular nowadays, but I love and adore everything about Charlotte Flair. Mm-hmm. I just, I, I can't help it. I know, I, I know, I said something funny slash slightly inappropriate earlier, but let me just clarify this. I, every time she's on my screen, I just, I'm happy. Ladies and gentlemen, the honeymoon between Ben Pierce and Becky Lynch is over. Um, not, not entirely, but, but this new, um, I still really, I still really like her. It's, it's just, put on hold. But I don't, I don't, I don't think that this Seth thing is going to work out very well for her. Yeah. Um, next up we have Roman Reigns defeating Buddy Murphy. I was <laughs> very surprised um, by the competitive nature of this match. I think I think Buddy Murphy could be another guy that could really surprise us in coming years. From what from what I've heard, Elio originally um, Buddy Murphy wasn't supposed to be involved in the you know the Roman injury angle, but um, apparently now. Uh, he is because he was inadvertently uh, shown on camera. I was going to say, uh, who who do you think did it? Um, I I honestly don't know. I I wouldn't be surprised if uh, if um, if it was one of the uh, if it was one of the McMahons or. Or, what if it's Luke Harper? That, that would be that would be a very intriguing pick. Because you know, um, I mean, uh, Luke Harper um, apparently accepted a new a new contract uh, from what I heard, and so what if they paired him with Daniel Bryan and Rowan? Fantastic, I think. Because uh, out of out of that group, Luke Harper is the one that's criminally underrated. I mean, for such a big dude, the things he can do is insane. Yep. Um. So I, I I would like to see the reason why why I think it's one of the McMahon's um is because you know I mean think about it. Uh, Roman has had issues with Shane. I know Shane's involved with Kevin Owens. Uh, Roman has had, you know, on-screen issues with McMahon in the past. Um, you know, so I think either one of those could work. Um, okay. So uh, next up, we've had uh, Samoa Joe defeat. Um, Kevin Owens, that, that wasn't necessarily a shocker with Elias being the enforcer. Um, so, uh, no complaints there. But then, of course, we had to have the obligatory New Day six-man tag. Ugh. Oh, God. 
So that is our review of the four days of wrestling that took place last weekend in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. Now, Ben, um, we don't usually uh, cover NXT UK. However, they have uh, their own takeover coming up at the end of the month. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually really looking forward to that. And on that one, uh, we have a total of four matches. So let's see. Um... Okay, I have to believe that at least one more is going to be added. Um, I'm sure on uh, this week's uh, episode or either... No, sorry, on uh, next week's episode of NXT, uh, I'm sure they'll add another one. Yeah. Alright, so like uh, in the first uh, match we have for the NXT UK Women's Championship, Tony Storm versus Kaylee Ray. Um... Uh. Sorry, go on. I, I don't know. I don't know. Okay, I'm going with uh, a Tony Storm. Yeah, I, I would have to go. Um, I, would, I would have to go with Tony Storm. For the UK Championship, we have Walter defending against Tyler Bate. Oh, I don't see Tyler uh, Bate winning. Then, can I just say how I'm so not I'm so not a fan of triple threat matches when it comes to championships. Um, I don't think I've heard you mention that before. Yeah, I'm. I've never really been a fan of triple threat matches. Like when you have like championships in the on the on the line. So in this one, we have the Grizzled Young Veterans defending their championships against Mark Anderson, Flash Morgan Webster, and Gallows. And Gallows? What's he doing in NXT UK? Gallows? Did you, wait a minute, maybe I misheard. You, you didn't say Luke Gallows, did you? No, I said Gallows. G-A-L-L-U-S. Oh, Gallows. Yeah, no, no. Um, this is uh, Mark Coffee and Wolfgang. Oh, Lord. Uh, I, I, I'm going to go with, with Mark Coffee and Wolfgang. Okay. Yeah. And then in uh, the fourth match, we have a last man standing match with Dave Mastiff. Taking on Joe Coffee, he's the third member. Cause Gallus is made up of three, three guys. There's Wolfgang and there's Mark and Joe Coffee. Well, in in that case, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to go with Joe Coffee on that one. Okay. Um. And I don't know if um. You probably didn't, but uh, I'd say go back and watch um. Last week's NXT UK, uh, they had Dave Master versus Joe Coffee in the main event. That was a pretty good match. I, I will indeed do that. So that is a just a small preview of NXT UK TakeOver. We don't really cover, like I said, but since we just came off of NXT TakeOver Toronto, I figured we'd throw in the UK's own TakeOver event coming up. Yeah, I... Um And now we are going to jump into the DeLorean, Ben. And, and we are going back to August the 16th of 2018. Ah, uh, very good. 
and we are at the Corn Exchange in Edinburgh, Scotland for ROH Reunited Night 1. And this was made up of an International Cup tournament. And in the main, in the main event on this card had the Bullet Club, Marty Skrull and the Young Bucks defeating Punishment Martinez and the Briscoes. week in history and Ben what do you say we bring this show to a close absolutely alright so ladies and gentlemen that is our show for this week we will be back next week um for my co-host Ben Pierce this is Elio Canella saying we will talk to you all next week Ben say goodbye to the listeners goodbye listeners thanks for tuning in in the summertime